It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby. Joining me as always, Michael Pappas. Hello, buddy. Hello, Zach. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Let's get this Friday rolling, my friend. But first, uh, we got a lot to talk about today in regards to the the SEC changes and how it affects your Auburn Tigers. But first things first, Michael, we need to give some love to our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. They've got really cool deals going on right now, in particular for three uh, specific restaurants. If you uh, place an order that goes over $30 or more, you can use the promo code 10OFF, 10OFF, uh, to get $10 off your order. That is a huge deal, great deal. And those three restaurants this week are Aricha, which is uh, in the hotel. High-quality stuff, may I add. It is delicious. Uh, Barbaritos, which has become a favorite of mine. It's close to our offices over here, so I run over there for lunch a good bit. And uh, Fruita Bowls. I've only been there once, but it was good the one time I had it. Apparently, Jarrett Sidham was there all the time when he was at Auburn. I don't know. Can't confirm that. That's just kind of what I heard, Michael Pappas. I don't know if you heard the same thing or not. I don't know. But, yeah, so you can uh, use 10 off. After $10 off orders, over 30 bucks or more there uh, between to those three restaurants. Or you can use Zach20, Z-A-C-2-0, for, tw- uh, for your first delivery free. Zach20 for your first delivery free. Michael Pappas, big news coming out of the SEC yesterday. And it's kind of, uh, it's, it's kind of what we predicted uh, throughout this week. And I'm not going to take a whole lot of credit for that. I think a lot of people were... Uh, just kind of the writing on the wall there. But Marcelo put out an article with 247 Sports. So everyone is uh, everyone's excited about the 10-game schedule from what I can tell, but we don't know exactly what 10-game schedule they're going with at the time of us recording this on Friday morning. So uh, Marcelo is quoting a source here saying, quote, schedules are ready, just have to decide which one the conference wants to use. Marcelo also wrote, there are more than three models up for discussion among the SEC's athletic directors. The athletic directors are scheduled to meet Friday, today, but it's not clear if they will vote at that time, a separate SEC source said. So they uh, they definitely approved the 10-game plan, uh, conference only, that happened yesterday on Thursday. The two additional opponents for each team will have to hail from the opposite division with one home and one away. I think that's assumed there. Um, They also decided that the SEC season will begin on September 26th. That's three weeks after the original start date. And also each team will have one bye week during the middle of the season. But all 14 teams will not share the same off week. Um, The off weeks will likely be spread across a three-week window, according to Greg Sankey. The SEC scheduled a potential makeup date for games on December 12th and the SEC championship is scheduled for December 19th and that will still be in Atlanta in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, what are your uh, what are your initial thoughts to all of that? Uh, I'm pretty pissed. Okay. Uh, I got to wait 3 more weeks. I don't understand why they're pushing it back, actually. I mean, I feel like you'd want to start sooner so you can have like more time in between games if you need it. And have more weeks for makeup opportunities if you need it. But they know more about the situation than I do, so I shouldn't be questioning it. 
question everything, Zach. All right. Everything. Do you have any thoughts about this? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty much what we thought. Um, it'll be interesting to see what what schedules they pick, I guess. Um, you, you said there's three different ones. Um, I read that, you know, the first one is the one we talked about yesterday, that the uh, the 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 two games that they add to each schedule are going to be the opponents from next season just pulled into this season. Right. So for Auburn, that would be South Carolina and Missouri. And um, we, during our, our, our little production meeting before the show, we're talking, and you said that you saw option number two is to do it based on strength of schedule. Yeah, not exactly positive what that means, but I'm assuming like, if you finish first in the West, you would play the team that finishes first in the East. That's what the NFL does with uh, interconference or conference play between uh, different divisions uh, when they make their schedule. I would love that. I would love that anyway. I think they should do that from uh, from year to year in, uh, in in college football. I, I think that would be awesome. Alabama, Georgia. LSU, Florida. I mean, yeah, sign me up for that. I agree. I think that would be cool. That was not what came to mind when I originally heard strength of schedule when you said it. Um, I was thinking more like they're going to try to figure out whose schedule like they perceive as the most difficult, and that team would play the team that they perceive has the easiest schedule. Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe so. I don't know. Uh, that's so much more arbitrary, right? That yeah. would, that would just be tough to nail that. But yeah, I mean, that certainly could be the case. I have no idea what the third option could be. Proximity is the only thing that, that I can guess. Except most of the schools that are closest together already play. That's true. That's true. So who would who would Auburn play from the East if it was proximity? Because obviously they're already playing Georgia, Tennessee, Florida. I think Tennessee, Knoxville's not that far. I was just there a couple weeks ago. It's only like four I, hours. I don't know what's closer to Auburn. I don't know if it's Gainesville or Columbia. Dude beats me. Columbia's not that far either. It's like five hours. Yeah. I don't know. So it's probably that. But yeah, so so maybe that's the third option. I believe, I still think it's going to be the two opponents that you're scheduled to play the following year. So I think Auburn will play South Carolina, Missouri as part of their schedule. That is my guess. Now, I don't know how they're going to predict, or I don't know how to predict and how they're going to set up the uh, the other games, like the, the already scheduled games. Are they going to keep them in the same order? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I know a lot of people on Auburn Twitter are, are worried that Auburn's going to have to play Texas A&M, LSU, Georgia, and Alabama all in a row. <laughs> so that would be brutal. That would be absolutely brutal. But I think uh, I think it's going to be a really tough schedule for Auburn no matter how you cut it. Oh, you said in a row. I thought you were kidding because I saw on Twitter last night that Florida fans were complaining because they might have to play those four teams and Georgia. Yeah, and Anthony Schwartz, did you see his tweet? He's like, oh, yeah. other, te- other teams are going to have to actually play a bunch of top five teams <laughs> other than just us. It's like, yeah, get used to it, Florida. Yeah, I saw um, 
Justin Lee tweeted something like, are Florida fans really complaining about having to play, about potentially having to play LSU, LSU, Alabama, and Texas A&M all in the same season? And Georgia. And no, someone replied and was like, and Georgia, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And he, he was like, yeah, dude, Auburn plays them too. Right. Like, right. Um, and I mean, this is going to be f- absolutely fascinating. I think, I, it, I think, think it's going to be better, actually. Uh, you, It's two more competitive games. I mean, first of all. Yeah, in Auburn's case, it'll, get, be, it'll be one more competitive game. But yeah. What? I'm not counting Missouri. It's a competitive game. Okay. I was going to make a joke about unless they get Vanderbilt, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> Beat me with a bunch on that one. Um, but yeah, obvi- we've talked about this, but just to kind of drive this uh, this first uh, segment of the show home. So the SEC, they, they canceled um, their prominent non-conference games. Texas at LSU, Ole Miss against Baylor in Houston, Georgia versus Virginia, and Auburn versus North Carolina. So all that is done, all that is out the window. And a lot of people now really curious to see what the ACC is going to do in response to this. Do they then amend their rules to go to just conference only because they did the conference only plus one, and the SEC is like, yeah, we're not doing that. If you're going to make us travel to your state, we're not doing that, Um, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with. All right, there's something uh, – no, go ahead, bud. Well, the SEC – canceled the uh the rival the in-state rivalry games i mean that was the most surprising part to me power move i I, yeah i guess but um we had heard that you know florida south carolina kentucky sorry we forgot kentucky louisville last yesterday so apologies to everyone in that state um in basketball yeah absolutely a big deal and baseball and, and, and Georgia, Georgia Tech, like, I'm just, I'm surprised that those schools were, like, on board. I mean, I saw that they were all against canceling the games, and then apparently only the South Carolina president voted against this, um, this projected, or this schedule, the 10 games, and and no out-of-conference. I mean, South Carolina is the only one that wanted out of conference to be added. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, to keep their in-state rivalry game. They wanted to play which Clemson. Is fascinating because they, they would have gotten destroyed. Yeah, they're by gonna Clemson. get killed by Clemson. Yeah. Well, here's my thing to that: if you're gonna have a rivalry, put them in the same conference as you. That's that's just. Yeah, uh, I've always felt that way. It's just like okay, that rivalry is cute, but stop it, stop it. All right, there's uh, there's something I want to talk about with uh, the South Carolina game that I believe is going to happen between Auburn and the Gamecocks. We'll talk about that next right here on Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. So this, this story for Auburn Undercover, it came out before, uh, before the ruling came out yesterday. But I thought it was, uh, 
I thought it was interesting. So the headline of this on 247 Sports, games we want to see added to the SEC-only schedule. The only one that Auburn is mentioned in is Auburn, South Carolina. And this is the blurb written about it. And I just I didn't realize this. The Gamecocks haven't beaten the Tigers since 1933, a span of eight games over the past century. Six of those meetings have come since the turn of the century, including twice during the 2010 season when South Carolina won the SEC East and dropped both games to Cam Newton and the eventual national champs. I didn't realize South Carolina has not beaten Auburn since 1933. So from 1933 until 2000, they played twice? Twice, yeah. And then... If you take out 2010, they've still only played four times since then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- How? Because the scheduling in college football is dumb, man. I mean, they're in the same they've been in the same conference since 1933? If you could pick the two games that Auburn plays from the East this year, who would you pick? I, would, I mean, if I'm picking on if I'm picking based on like ability for Auburn to win the game, it's probably, uh, I mean, it's probably Missouri and Vanderbilt. Well, I think we're gonna get one of those. Yeah. As far as excitement, what would you go with? Because I'm going Florida is my number one pick. I want Auburn to play Florida every year. That game last year was incredible, despite the outcome. I, I want that to happen every single season. And then my other one would be probably Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. My two my, my my two schools would be Tennessee and Florida. Yeah. Selfishly I'd love if they played Tennessee. My brother in law's whole family, you know, is from Knoxville, lives oh, you, in Knoxville. You want to talk a little smack? You wanna talk a little smack? Oh yeah. Did they talk smack to you life. when uh when they upset us? Um not really. Okay. They were just so happy because Tennessee was so bad that I don't. It was just like elation more than like elation. They, like, wow! Like they couldn't believe it happened. Um. It yeah. So it, and it was fun having all of them, um, in Auburn. So, man, I'm sure it would be really fun to go to Knoxville for a game. What do you and think? Then, yeah, Florida was awesome. So, what do you think Auburn's? goal should be? I mean, obviously a, a lot of people listening are going to be like, why don't you say 10 and 0 to this question? But what do you think a reasonable record is in this 10-game schedule? Let's assume it's South Carolina and Missouri. Can they go 8-2 and two with this schedule? Obviously the order matters. And we don't know that yet. I think we'll know it by the time we record on Monday morning. I mean, how much does the order, how much should the order matter? I think it matters a ton. I feel like that's a little bit like saying like injuries matter. It's just stuff you can't, like I know it's easy for me to say like it's stuff you can't control. It's just like part of the game, but you can still predict it. I I mean, you can still make a guess of what's going to happen. No, no, I, I, oh, I will. But, uh, can they go eight and two? Why not? I mean, Auburn's going to be, I, I mean, if it's Missouri and South Carolina, Auburn's still a top four team in terms of talent on their schedule. 
Yeah, I think the big thing is like, can you win? I mean, yeah, because I'm not worried about the Mississippi schools. I'm not worried about the two added games if it's South Carolina, Missouri. A little bit of South Carolina, but I'm I'm not too worried about that. Arkansas, and then you look at it and it's like, all right, well, Georgia and Alabama, those are the biggest toss-ups, but it's like the the X-factor games on their schedule, and it was like this before. You just take North Carolina out, but it's like, can you beat A&M and LSU? You get them at home. I think you've got a great chance at both of those, considering it's at home. But then also the follow-up question, do home games matter as much? Does the home field advantage you know, have as much of an impact as it does this season as it normally does because you know, there's not going to be as many fans? Man, I wish all 14 SEC schools went to online classes and then they just bubbled. Yeah. Give me a bubble in Birmingham at, at SEC headquarters. Hashtag Nobody Birmingham bu- uh, bubble. Yeah, and it's just all at Legion Field. Absolutely. That is what we need in our lives. Have you been to Legion Field before? I have not. It's but the I've worst, it. man. It stinks. <laughs> some things. About that place. I, was, uh, I was co-hosting the drive with Bill Cameron a few years ago, the season where we went to uh, the Birmingham Bowl. And uh, I was telling him it was like my first time. It was like the Friday before, like the show before. Everybody was like, all of Auburn folks were going up to Birmingham or whatever. And all these callers were calling in, like telling me their Legion Field stories. And I'm like, yo, this place sounds terrible. This place sounds awful. And uh, I went with my buddy Jeremy, who lives up in Birmingham. I stayed with him. And (laughs) he was telling me, he's like, dude, this place is like not great. It's not great. I'm like, dude, there's no way it's as bad as people think. And dude, it was pretty bad. It was a pretty, it was pretty bad, <laughs> but it was like so bad where I'm like, this is awesome. And I wouldn't mind going back again. <laughs> and then we just walked around and like, there's just like sections just filled with like trash where it's just like fenced off. And we just be like, check that out. Why is that there? <laughs> they have a bowl game. They knew this bowl game was coming. It didn't sneak up on them. There wasn't like a pandemic going on or anything. If that happened now, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. You know, they'll get that when it's all over. But like in 2015 or whenever that was, like, nope, there was no excuse for that. Man. All right. People aren't listening to this show for that. I don't think, but. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go. I want to go to Legion Field. Next time there's a Birmingham Bowl, we should go no matter matter who's in it. Okay. All right. All right. I want to talk about the financial side of all this uh, right here on Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. So Tom Green put out a really good article on AL.com. So a lot of what I'm about to say slash read is going to come from that. But the Tigers were set to earn a $5 million payout from Peach Bowl Inc., which is over the Chick-fil-A kickoff games in Atlanta. And then they were going to dole out a combined $4.225 million to Alcorn State, Southern Miss, and UMass. Um, so obviously the um, they're not going to get that $5 million payout 
from the Peach Bowl. And then, so Auburn was set to pay Alcorn State 475 k for its visits to the Plains. UMass was getting 1.9 mil, and then Southern Miss was getting 1.85 mil. And I just, I, you read all that, and I was like, Alcorn State really got the short end of the stick on this. But they were set to get 475, and the other people are getting like almost 2 million. I'd love to know like the thought process behind that. Size of school. I guess. In- perceived interest. I guess so. I guess I'm yeah. Sure I mean, it's... the UMass thing was intriguing. It's like the Jack uh, the Jack Driscoll Bowl. True. We'll never get to know who wins that game. But thanks to the force majeure clause in those game contracts, Auburn should be off the hook for those payments, as the clause can be enacted in the event of fire, flood, hurricane, tornado, earthquake, war, invasion, hostilities, rebellion, insurrection, cost. Const- uh, uh, confiscation by order of the government, military or public authority, or um, including that of the NCA or the SEC or the NCAA. So, it, uh, kind of that last line is the assumption that Auburn will not have to pay those schools. So, that's good. Yeah, since it's an SEC decision and not an, an Auburn, Auburn decision. decision right. I don't know though. I don't know. It'll be interesting because there's. Well, you know, Alcorn State's definitely not going to have like that's definitely off the table because they bailed on, you know, the SWAT closed down before any of this even started. So that's. um, But yeah, the other two games, I'm curious to see if they try to get the money or if it's just like kind of this big understanding throughout college athletics where it's like, let's just kind of get through this. I don't know. It'll be interesting because you can, like, I feel like you could argue since it was the SEC's decision, like, Auburn helped make it. Like, it's the Auburn president who voted on it. It's not like Greg Sankey just came down and was like, hey, your game's canceled. Yeah, I wonder if that's the argument. But I bet Auburn does not have to pay it. We'll, um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm really just curious to see how the other schools respond in all of this. But, all right, man, that's kind of all I wanted to get to today. Do you have anything um, exciting happening this weekend? I know you do. Um, I think I'm going to try to play good golf. When are you doing that? I don't know. I was thinking like afternoon on Saturday. You're busy in the Why? afternoon on Saturday. Doing what? Our fantasy drafts tomorrow. Right. I thought you were joking. I've, you weren't joking. I've been studying you're going down sweet uh where can people follow you bud um also you know kind of big news yesterday harvey updike passed away we didn't even get to that let's talk about that for a second okay (laughs) um i don't care um i don't either it's weird to me how so many people are just like outwardly like good i'm glad he's dead I, I don't know if I've ever seen that firsthand before. I'm with you. It, it did not make me sad at all, but it's just like, wow. All right. A lot of people really hated this guy. Yeah. I believe news came out last night, just like, you know, I'm scrolling Twitter and I saw that and I was like, oh man, is that true? And then I just, you know, keep going, keep going. And then more people talk about it. I'm like, oh, okay. 
I guess it must be like that was it. That was my the complete like thought process for me. The release that I read, it cited uh, ale.com, an ale.com source with his son, and I forgot that he named his son Bear. I just forgot all about that. Yeah, and isn't his daughter's name like Alabama? Did I make that up? <laughs> I don't know. All right, where can people find you, bud? Uh, follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn. Follow the show on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And we are also on TikTok. We'll be back Monday morning. I am predicting we will have a ton of news to break down. We'll do it right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.